what's up guys welcome back to coaches don't play this is me coming in post edit because i forgot to do an intro while we were actually recording anyways it's thursday your favorite day of the week i hope you guys enjoy this episode it's a banger it's a banger episode we talk about everything from girls ignoring cokehead red red flags girls popping their nails off in their man's butts it's wild it's wild this episode right keep listening i hope you guys enjoy it hope you have a great weekend you guys are the best so i got a message from someone saying that they went to chutney's indian grill because they were influenced by me and the podcast to go there and they got to the cash register and they chickened out and didn't use the discount code like what you're scared for the savings oh my god man you guys go to chinese indian grill make sure you use the podcast discount and let them know that you come from the podcast so they know that this is you know the support anyways chinese indian grill canada's first fast casual indian restaurant you guys already know they're the chipotle of indian food they got something for everyone, meat options, veggie, vegan, gluten-free options. You walk in, you order your burroti or your bowls, and you choose your toppings, proteins, sauces, and your chutneys. You check out their location in South Surrey at Grandview Central and follow them on Instagram at Chinese Indian Grill. Also, Chinese is growing and now franchising in the Lower Mainland. A franchise location is coming to Abbotsford in 2021 this year. Visit www.eatchutneys.com to learn more. And find out how you can become a part of the Chutneys team. And make sure you use a podcast discount, bro. Don't be scared for the savings. Thank you. You got the fucking uh, extra soft uh, toilet paper in the washroom, I noticed, eh? Oh. Fucking triple ply Charmin. Wow. Okay, first of all, Pam. Clearly, this goes to show how much you do not pee because i always have the same toilet paper yeah look how fucking fancy well i didn't notice it before because now i have to buy my own <laughs> and i'm out here like cheapest one please <laughs> Yo, i we can't tony will like lose it he's fucking very particular out here man with paper. the fucking that's some soft ass that's a fucking towel you got over there <laughs> yours i didn't think yours is fine mine's fine but this is like extra soft like this is next level this is talia bro (laughs) talia toilet paper it's just from costco but like costco has like the costco brand and then it probably has like a stupid one then it has this this is like the most i think the probably the most expensive one that's charmin Mambir's toilet paper? Yeah. Even better. Really? Yeah. Bro, how can you get more softer than that? That's like fucking quadruple ply. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've noticed her toilet paper. I like was like, really oh, good. I don't even know if I should use this. Like, I don't know if Graveen's gonna fucking watch this after. <laughs> I thought it was a fucking towel in the shape of a toilet paper roll. <laughs> so the uh, the greatest thing ever happened to us uh the other day, yesterday what happened got a shout out for mr channy oh yeah mr channy mr umbrella mr umbrella mr shatri he posted us jenny nothing the guy who wrote the lyrics for the diljeet song umbrella 
posted us gave us a shout out on its instagram story <laughs> popping all baby uh 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 Gongles. then in the same day because hmm. it was monday yesterday so i went live oh yeah and as soon as i end i was, I was about to end the live hmm. and i didn't even notice but people started messaging me after hmm. dj intense or intense the producer of the song umbrella <laughs> yeah. was watching the live and he and i was dancing to it at the end yeah and he's like nice song wow yeah oh that's what it was and then everyone was like yo he was in the live he was in the live and I was that's like, crazy like fucking i noticed then <laughs> what There's his more? wife yeah intense's wife dms me huh yeah her name's ramnik and she's like you can thank me because i got my husband on listening to the podcast we listen every week and we watch the lives together all the time no way yeah so he's an avid podcast listener wow bam. Like, give me some backstage passes bro hook me up here backstage <laughs> wow you think we're but they look here because of our toilet paper you better be stepping up your toilet paper game I now. Should, yeah, now that... Rolling with all these big guys. Now that DJ Intense <laughs> follows me on Instagram, I definitely need to get some Charmin toilet paper. <laughs> that's what's going to change in Tammy's life. Yeah, now. that's what's going to change. Wow. Okay, so today's a special episode. What's so special today, Pam? Today's episode is going to be a front-to-back, A to Z, 1 to 100, all coaches huddle really yeah we're not doing no actually who's here is it tony because <laughs> the episode's about to change right now <laughs> mr tony Dollywall. oh <laughs> yo vip yo this is gonna be a banger <laughs> no, oh my god mr tony Dollywall has entered the building you guys know what that means drum roll please tony grab a mic <laughs> <laughs> okay well tony ran away upstairs so he will not be joining us on the podcast sorry to say this is what i have to deal with sorry people are running away from me <laughs> <laughs> um okay yeah so today's episode is going to be front to back coaches huddle because you know, I'm running out of topics to talk about and so. <laughs> with me. So people are probably so sick of me. I'm sorry, guys. This is the only person who's my schedule aligns with right now. <laughs> so up until the end of summer, I'm sorry. This is how it's going to be. Okay. We're going to hop into the coach's huddle right away. Right away. We're running. We're going to hop into the coach's huddle. This is where we react to your questions. I mean, react to your stories and answer your questions. Please don't take anything we say seriously. We're just talking that shit. We're not professionals. None of that bullshit. So just, you know, do what you got to do if you need the real help and stuff. And we're just doing this for entertainment. And uh, if we get to you, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's out of love. We still love you. Please keep listening. What did you get? Like a lot more submissions this time or something? Yeah, because I left the uh, Anon form open for the whole week. Oh. So I didn't take it down. So, okay. I just want to read this compliment someone gave me because, you know, start off on a high note. <laughs> <laughs> coach i just want to pop in here and say thank you for having the courage to share your authentic self opinions and thoughts on your podcast you might not know but you've helped me in my own confidence and independence quite a bit i remember when times were tough for me and i would light a joint and turn on your podcast <laughs> thank you love you carry on both wow yeah look at that i'm helping people's confidence and independence while not doing that for myself <laughs> <laughs> that's very nice that's how we do it man sorry side note oh my god you guys gervin no. 
just told me that there's a possibility that someone that she knows might have ended her engagement <laughs> because of the podcast <laughs> because she listens and she learned a lot of things yeah because she doesn't have like many friends mm-hmm. and girls and girlfriends to talk to mm-hmm. yo don't tell me but it was like it's valid like you because you know some people are like oh i don't want to call it off like we paid so much in deposits yeah so you know how people are like oh we've like already spent so much time together and like we've paid so much in deposits blah 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 and it's like okay it's better to it's cheaper like cheaper to cheaper than a divorce yeah much. yeah yeah because yeah. like wait, wait, yeah. at that losing, point you paid for a full wedding losing your deposits is way cheaper than a divorce yeah so so that that one really hit home pam well what do you mean hit home it was at home bro <laughs> <laughs> damn bro i'm yeah. out here ending engagements and shit no i'm not ending engagements i'm preventing divorce you're That's preventing divorce <laughs> shabash tried explaining that to the aunties that's fucking crazy bruh apologies to these peoples (laughs) but uh, also not apologies (laughs) (laughs) okay let's hop right into it first submission all right here we go this okay here we go hi coach love your podcast long time listener first time submitter i have a dilemma so i'm currently pregnant and we started to talk about my baby shower when I mentioned it to my in-laws, they said, we thought that your family's supposed to throw the shower and acted like they didn't seem interested. I was so confused because everyone I know is always, it's always the in-laws who host and throw the shower. I explained how in my experience, the guy's family hosts it. Like I'm married into your family and having a kid that has your last name and I live with you. At least you could do is host the damn shower. Basically, it hurt my feelings since I'm always involved in helping them with everything. So I brought it up again and mentioned my family will help if they're worried about money. My mother-in-law, sister-in-law said again, well, I thought your family is supposed to do it all, but okay, I guess. This makes me not want to have a baby shower because they're making it so awkward and weird. My question is, do I just fuck everyone and plan my own baby shower, not have one or let them do the little bit that they're willing to do? My parents are open to doing it all, but they're even confused why my in-laws aren't doing it. Also, maybe you and or Gavin can confirm if in most cases the in-laws host baby showers. I'm 31 weeks pregnant and I don't have time for this shit. Yikes. I don't know. <laughs> but this is based on my experience. Yeah, yeah. In my experience, what I've seen, yeah. it's always either the friends yeah. or the sisters. Yes. Your own sister who's hosting it. I've never heard of in-laws hosting the baby shower. Mm. I've never heard that. I'm just trying to think. Yeah. Because everyone either has sisters or friends mm-hmm. and then it's because they just take the it's not about who's hosting it and who's paying for the whole thing it's kind of more about like who's taking initiative yeah that's and, what it is and putting it together and then it brings all the other people that want to be involved involved together yes like usually like how i've seen it is like a friend will like the closest person will be like okay i'm gonna contact her other like cousins or her friends or sisters or whatever Mm -hmm. and we'll all like talk about it amongst ourselves that's usually how it is i've never seen someone going to the in-laws being like hey are you guys hosting it yeah i've never heard of that yeah that's definitely a little odd um yeah i don't think that's i don't don't think that's not something it's not like a wedding event yeah you like go or like something family related this is like a western a western tradition. tradition but if you do think of like the indian way of it yeah. and you know how it's like the in, i don't know i've only ever seen it in like movies and stuff like the gold parai thing that's the in-laws but isn't that hindu tradition i know but that's like if you were to just 
most likely if it was a big thing in india mm-hmm. and punjabi people did it then they would most likely yeah. go off of the, off of that right, right but we're like sick punjabi we don't do baby showers anyways so we do we're doing it because it's like a western thing yeah so then you do it the western way which yeah. is like but your for friends. example so a couple examples here so like um, my one of my sister-in-laws mm. is from india and her whole family is still there yeah and so when they did her baby shower here her like my sister-in-laws and the yeah. in-law side did it because that's like all she has here yeah so that's like just a given she didn't really have to yeah be like, like okay so here's the thing like i think it's just you shouldn't even be asking anyone to do that your in-laws or your parents yeah or your friends or your sisters yeah you shouldn't have to ask anyone someone in your life should have taken the initiative yeah and i feel bad for this chick that no one in her life took the initiative yeah to do i that. do feel really bad for her it's it's very different for everybody there's no standard way so you know how in our families like the wedding day the girl's side pays for the reception the guy's side pays. like this doesn't it doesn't work like that damn that sucks bro that sucks this is what i'm saying bro this is what i'm saying this is why you need fucking friends every podcast i have to fucking reiterate the same shit yeah invest time into your fucking friends dude yep everybody's so worried like oh i need to find a guy no man just fuck make a sure guy you, have, you need like, to find friends proper bro. friends otherwise it's gonna be friends or like you know other relationships cousins or something yeah like this is that we keep coming back to the same shit man invest in your other relationships yep bruh out here we got a devdas chick update <laughs> they went out drinking for his birthday mm. and after we went back to his place oh Ooh. this is about to get spicy i hope it's supposed to get us spicy i guess he needed liquid confidence he made the move and we ended up going all the way no are you serious yeah she goes but it was literally less than a minute oh god oh okay then unfortunate. (laughs) damn less than a minute eh he was embarrassed and kept saying sorry and how he's been wanting to have sex i have to be quiet because tony's upstairs (laughs) with me for years now but wasn't (laughs) oh what years this is what i'm saying dude you could never be actual best friends with a guy yeah because he's always thinking about fucking you bro (laughs) (laughs) but wasn't sure how i felt i guess his ego was bruised because he didn't try to go another round the rest of the night we ended up cuddling and fell asleep watching a movie he didn't try anything the next morning either but he said he wants to try and do it for real but is nervous that this would ruin our 10 plus years of friendship. What do you mean? It's already ruined. Yeah. What? There's no brain in there, man. Oh my God. He already ruined it when he fucking jackhammered for a minute and went to sleep. <laughs> I went to sleep. <laughs> All right, man. You guys can try. At, at this point, you just try again. And don't worry about ruining the friendship because it's How fun. many minutes it goes for? Yeah. And if he's, you know, like a minute man, then you know why he's having, he was having problems with his ex. <laughs> no. <laughs> if, you, if, if he's a minute man, shout out to Missy Elliott. He should be like, you know, spending more time in the, you know, the pre. The pre-event? The pre-event. The pre-insertions. <laughs> you know? Yeah. The prequel. <laughs> so that the sequel is not looking like this, right? But there's just way too much like thought being put into everything here. I'm getting a it's like come on. 
stop after every second thing it's like oh we just don't want to ruin our 10 plus years yeah, of there's friendship already ruined, bro. It's, it's already done it's already done yeah you're- at this point unless you're both like very chill and like you know relax people and it's like oh yeah whatever blah, blah, blah. and you just get over it and you just continue being friends yeah. but the chances of that are pretty low and the chances of that considering all the things she's already told us i don't know about that hey coach i'm a brown gay guy living in vancouver and my sister's fiance is homophobic okay she keeps telling me that i should talk to him but he has made disrespectful comments to my face in the past in front of friends and family what? about the way I dress or the way I behave. I think he already knows that I'm gay or has a pretty good idea. That's why he treats me like that. I don't know what to do because I haven't come out to a lot of people. And so far, everyone I have come out to has been supportive. Any advice on what to do? I'm 22, sister's 28, fiance is 28. Okay, so he's a full ass adult yeah. acting like this so i'm questioning why your sister is marrying a weirdo yeah i'm also questioning why your sister is telling you to have a conversation with a homophobe yeah like how about your sister yeah i don't think you need to worry about anything i think your sister Mm -hmm. needs to worry about the mans that she's marrying bro if i was with someone and one of my siblings was gay Mm -hmm. and that person that i'm bringing into my family yeah is coming in with hostility like that and disrespect like that you bet your ass that i'd be checking that fucking person yep and i'd be having a serious sit down conversation like if you want to fucking be with me mm-hmm. you need to educate yourself the issue is is that we don't have the, the exposure mm-hmm. that let's say like gore have yep to like gay people like the gay and community. the exposure we do have is just people making like either making fun of people or yeah like it's it's not good exposure yeah we just don't have and this goes across the board for like anything you know like racism all that type of stuff is like once you get to know people Mm -hmm. right that type of like hatred and fear goes away Mm -hmm. right yeah you you get exposed to people you you get to know them on like a deeper level and your opinions start to change. That's mm-hmm. the only way I feel like. Yep. There's this other like black guy that I've watched on um, YouTube, and he ta- and he has like this YouTube channel where he has like uncomfortable conversations with like people. Oh. And he'll like sit down and he'll have uncomfortable conversations about being like black and racism mm-hmm. with people who are like not black. Yeah. Right. And it's like really interesting to see because like once you get to know someone, you open up to them, that person's perspective of you gets to change. Yeah. So the fact that your sister is not taking initiative here mm-hmm. and trying to educate her fucking mans. Yeah. That to me is alarming. And she's just being like, well, you need to have a have, have a conversation with him. Yeah. Like, the fuck out of here, man. This isn't some, like, little, like, bullying situation yeah. or whatever. Like, this is, like, a serious situation. Yeah, this says a lot about the person that the sister's boyfriend or fiancé, whatever he is. Yeah. I think, honestly, if that was me in that situation. I think maybe you should play this segment and while your sister is there. Yeah. Like, Bro, you need to seriously look at A, who the fuck you're getting married to. Yeah. And you need to step in and intervene here because it's not your brother's responsibility to mm-hmm. like educate your fucking man. Yeah. It's your responsibility. You're fucking bringing him in. Yeah. I just, but that just like he, this person obviously is, has a very like small thinking, you know, 
and so that and that shows up in like different parts of your life yeah and if this is one of those things like imagine all the other things she has coming for her yeah if your sister knows then he knows and if your sister doesn't know then maybe you need to like have a conversation with your sister and tell her start there yeah yeah and then you know then do some fucking sensitivity training or some shit (laughs) like i don't fucking know but like i feel like it's your sister's responsibility to like handle this situation Mm -hmm. we can hand here's some more gitchies that we need to hand out hi coach and the coaches nation me and this guy have been seeing each other for four years and she goes brackets we're pretty much dating but without the label huh what the fuck does that even mean four years (laughs) without the label okay first of all can we have a can we just unpack this here all this bullshit about labels needs to fucking end okay if you're dating someone exclusively, yeah. you're fu- that's your boyfriend girlfriend. Okay? Yeah. Ain't no th- Whoa, I don't want to label this. I don't want to label this. But come like, on, four years, like, man. Bro, come on, man. Four years. How is are a you dating time. for four years? But we're dating without the label. Oh my god. Like, what does that even mean? I don't know. Honestly, that's beyond me. Any guy who says, "Yeah, like we should date each other," but I don't want to put a label on it. That guy's not serious about you. Yeah. Okay. I'm telling you right now. Any guy who says that he wants to date you but doesn't want to put a label on it is bullshitting you, yeah. lying you, ma- lying to you, making up some bullshit about labels. Yeah. I'm curious to see what you're either, the rest of this says now. You're either dating exclusively or yeah. you're not. Yeah. End of story. And that should... Okay, what's the guideline these days? How how soon do people usually figure that out? Definitely they don't go four years. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What do you mean these days? That's fucking guidelines since the 17th century. (laughs) (laughs) This chick's fucking tripping, bro. (laughs) You get him played and you don't even know it. (laughs) And it's not even about that. The submission is not even about that. Yeah, what's the submission? Yeah. (laughs) Fucking half the sentence in. We're slapping this chick. Anyways, I guess they were dating for four years without the label. We're supposed to hang out over the weekend. We made plans to go out and spend the whole day together. But he called me to ask if we can reschedule for the next day because his friends are doing something this Saturday. And no, it's nothing crazy. They're just going to someone's house to drink together. I got pissed and started to second guess things. Oh, this is is the reason you're starting to second guess things? I started to second guess his love and respect for me. But in the end, I did agree because I didn't want to cause an argument. I don't know if I overreacted. Is it a big deal that he did that or am I in in my head? Okay, let me break it down for you here. Okay, sis, sister. Okay. Okay. Do I think it's an overreaction if you're in a proper, stable like relationship? Yeah. Yeah. 100% that's an overreaction. Chill. If it's easy thing to reschedule for the next day. Who the fuck cares, okay? Yeah, yeah. But the fact that she started off this submission with, we've been dating for four years without the label, <laughs> okay, goes to show that something else is going on here. Yeah. He He's probably been acting like, oh, this is like chill. Yeah. We're so chill. We're really chill together. We're just chilling. Yeah. And then she's probably just going along with it. And then he does shit like this. <laughs> he's convinced her that she's like crazy, probably. Yeah, probably. I don't know. There's, oh my God, this thing is it's a mess and she says oh i'm starting to second guess things his love and respect for me love. which which shows to me that this probably is not the only thing that has happened this is based off the fact that you've been dating this guy for four years without the label and if it was his idea 100 you're getting played yeah i don't know i i don't have like i don't have an issue if he's if you guys have this whole day planned together and you guys can just let's say the whole day planned together was like going to freaking stanley park listen is it okay do i think and it's I, if over- i wanted to hang out with my friends then yeah. i'm sorry i have really bad fomo and if i can reschedule one thing with one person yeah, yeah, yeah. i will do that i do i think it's an overreaction yeah. on a single incident 
situation. Yes. Okay. But I'm taking, I'm looking at the whole context here. Yeah. This the guy. The context that you're. Assuming. This guy has gotten away. <laughs> yeah. With not being labeled, quote, but for is four that's, years. That's an assumption on our part, right? Like that the no, no label thing is his idea. Yes. I'm going off the assumption that it's because I don't see any girl <laughs> dating a guy for four years without a label. Okay. <laughs> you tripping. Okay? I, yeah. I'm so curious. Like, how is this working? Like, yeah. what are the. I held to the, catch me fucking dead <laughs> before I'm out here dating a guy without a label for four years. <laughs> long time bro you messing around bro yeah. y'all you need to get fucking serious out here <laughs> without a label and and you know what it might be that for all intensive like purposes you guys are a couple yeah all his friends know that he's dating you all your friends know that you're dating him you guys are boyfriend girlfriend right but the fact that you even said without the label yeah though that wording to him yeah is like oh but it's not like that official yeah you know what i mean yeah girl you this submission you're asking the wrong question <laughs> you're worried about the wrong thing you're worried about one day i'm worried about four years <laughs> that's true <laughs> bro reevaluate okay yeah but like what's the point of what's the point of dating someone for four years without the label i hate when i hear shit like that Oh, we should. I don't want to put labels on things. Yeah. I don't want to put labels on things. <laughs> why? Because you're fucking anti-commitment. That's why. Yeah. That's the only fucking reason. <laughs> what What else does the label do other than like just solidify like, you know, you're yeah. both on it. Like there's no actual thing. Like you think you're going to take a label from fucking Staples, right? Boyfriend, girlfriend, I slap it on your fucking forehead. <laughs> That's not what it is. Like at a certain point, isn't it just like an understanding, but like you just need to have like one conversation? It is that, Graveen. But I'm just the fact that she started this off <laughs> yeah. with without the label. <laughs> and if you are totally okay yeah. with dating without the label, then you should not be complaining when he ditches you for his friends. Yeah. Because yeah. you ain't that serious, girl. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. For you. <sighs> Sorry, sis. Yeah. I'm dropping it like it's hot today. Yeah. Hey coach, you and Graveen seem really tight as business partners, podcast co-hosts, and friends. You both know how hard it is to keep slash make friends, especially if they grow apart after high school. I know you've said everyone should have their circle, but it's hard finding decent, loyal, ride-or-die friends. Facts. This is the case for me after moving, and I'm in my 30s now. I've got a few great friends, but none I could call my best friends. Advice? Don't say work, because we all working from home now <laughs> and can you share the story of how you and Graveen met how did she make friends after moving away from her hometown to calgary chicks 40 34 years old i've had my friends since like elementary pretty much yep. so i don't know how to answer this question <laughs> <laughs> and Graveen had friends here only because shami was your family friend so yep. that's through family so you were little still yeah here's one example okay my sister yeah. who moved to edmonton from calgary for work mm -hmm. she was fuck i don't even know how old she was 27 late 20s okay yeah. um and she didn't know anyone out there mine is like our like our cousins out mm -hmm. there okay and so she all, she all left all of her friends back here mm -hmm. and she had a really small circle here to begin with mm -hmm. she moved to edmonton she didn't know anyone she literally went on bumble bff oh yeah which is like the meeting that. friends version of it yeah yeah and that's how she made one of her really close friends mm. was through that and then i think she met a few through work mm. 
and because she's a teacher yeah and then she now she just has like a good circle there of like-minded people yeah and she only talks to one person from calgary out of all of her friend circle oh so when she met those new people i think she realized that none of them are on the same page yeah so she doesn't talk to any of her childhood friends anymore oh damn except one yeah so she she met her good friends in her like late 20s to like early 30s i think one thing is also if you for example like i have my like you know group of friends in bc who i've been friends with since i was really young yeah so i just like know how these things work you know what do you mean like you just know how these girl groups work oh because if you like there's so much to it there's for example like i know people that haven't had you know how like you guys have your crew Mm -hmm. there's a whole dynamic with that that you need to know how to like you know maneuver sometimes especially when like weird situations happen Mm -hmm. like how many times have you guys had like a friend leave a group yeah that can like make or break everyone Mm -hmm. and so to know how to like recover from that or whatever the dynamic is in that situation Mm -hmm. but there's like a way to way to be because this is what happens this is what i find with when a a new person joins a group and they don't know what they're doing okay they say something to the wrong person oh and then their their situation falls apart with the group yeah because you're a new person you can't be coming in here acting like you're you know so good with everyone and you can say anything to anybody just because for example let's say like if something happens and you're upset about something or that person is upset about something with their friends Mm. that they've that you're joining oh yeah yeah. and you're like oh my god yeah yeah she is like that trying to like make a connection yeah with that person yeah by stepping all over their existing friend but just because they're having like you know a down moment yeah and then next thing you know they patch it up and they're like oh by the way she said this yeah about this yeah. and next thing you know you're out of friends yeah, <laughs> completely but this, but this chick's asking how to even make friends i know but th- that's the thing it's hard to explain because yeah. it's like a lot of it is just luck and like where yeah. you find people mm-hmm. and the other place where i've found friends is like through like tony's friends wives yeah yeah here's the best way to make friends okay and this goes for dating too just listen to the other person's problems yes that's all you have to do you don't have to talk and take pammy's uh you don't have to give your opinions on anything just say shit that sucks yeah and that's enough literally people just want someone to listen to their problems but also just listen to them talk yeah so if you even pretend to be excited about something that that person's excited about they're like oh shit the person's (laughs) legit yeah and then they just want to hang out with you more because you'll just let them do all the talking yeah you can start off like that yes that's how you can build a bond and then after that you know then the person will eventually be like okay so what's up with you <laughs> eventually they'll be like what's going on with you <laughs> i've been crying about my life for the last four years mm-hmm. <laughs> trust me fuck it, it works it's yeah it's a go- that's definitely a, a good suggestion a lot of it is like so like sometimes when you're new to a place yeah so you're just like oh i don't want to go there because like i don't know anybody yeah yeah okay well then you're not gonna get anywhere yeah you have to make the initiative like my sister like went out of her way to like get on bumble bff yeah that's how she made her like one really good friend yeah and then i think she met a few other people and then sometimes there. yeah from that one friend you make you, like, yeah other yeah exactly anyways gravine and i met i shared the story a hundred times through a mutual friend shami yeah and that's how we met it's nothing exciting <laughs> <laughs> this is a very basic story
that's just a hard question dude it's a very hard question it's a hard question because yeah it is luck mm-hmm. and just you know where you are in life and shit hey coach love the podcast i would love to hear stories of yours and Gravine's early days from being made by pg like the rookie mistakes you made any <laughs> struggles you had crazy stories from years ago i hope they're okay to tell now <laughs> well 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 there was a story from last week just kidding <laughs> not yet not yet <laughs> not yet patent pending on that one <laughs> yeah, um, copyright, copyright. that's a really good question and i think overall everything was pretty smooth because we made our mistakes on our own, own yeah and then when we our came ma- together yeah, our made by pg mistakes were limited yeah and our roughest year has been this year yeah only because of covid and the amount of people that like yeah there's just so many more people yeah. that so you're dealing there's with bound to be some you know yeah toad behavior in there <laughs> what are some rookie mistakes i did i don't before? know we didn't struggle because we're perfect <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> just <kidding. laughs> i just think the biggest ones usually are know what the fuck you're doing before you start doing it yeah and not charging enough people don't they're like they spend too much time doing something and they don't get like compensated for it oh you think yep and overbooking overbooking is a good one yeah that's a good one yeah taking more than you can handle we avoided that like the plague yeah like i cannot yeah giving discounts yeah giving discounts because once you open that can of worms you You can't close it you can't close that can of worms (laughs) don't be giving them them discounts everyone's probably like fucking bitches yeah like if a person comes up to you and they're like that's not within my budget is there anything you can do yeah. your answer should be no yeah okay because once you do that for one person you have to do it for every fucking single person yeah okay and if that person here's one thing i learned really early on in this business is the people who ask for a discount are not the type of clients that you want yes because they don't value your service people you want clients who want you mm-hmm. they're like you know what this is the price that they give to everyone and i i accept it i want that person okay once you have people who are like well that's not in my budget like you know is there anything you can do like yeah it might not be in your budget but that also means that you don't really care about that that thing okay so go find another artist that you know is in your budget like i'm sorry like that sounds harsh but like that's the name of the game dude like I don't know. I I would say that's like the number one. Because uh, you know what? It's very easy for you to get disrespected. Yeah. As an artist or as a person who's in a business, Mm -hmm. as a business owner, is if they don't respect your you as a person, your craft, your business, then you're not first of all, you 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 don't want to do it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You don't want to do it because you're like, fuck this person. Like you already asked me for a fucking discount. Like you're already like off on a bad vibe. And then, yeah. And it's just easy for you to get disrespected. And I know that from firsthand experience. So that's why we don't fuck around with that shit. Yep. Sorry to say the people that ask a discount, ask for a discount are your most difficult clients. Yeah. The ones that ask for a discount are the most difficult to deal with. Yeah. They, they want the, the fucking. Of nakre. Yeah. It's wild. The people who don't say, who are just like, book, yeah, okay, those are the best clients. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but I would say that's a 
one of the best suggestions you can yeah. give someone. Don't fucking Because a lot of people are like, oh, but I'm just starting off. Doesn't matter. So I feel like this is how I'm going to get people, you know, in no. the door. Once you set that tone, that's your fucking tone, bro. Yeah. That's your tone. Because then they're going to tell people like, oh, yeah, I had my hair and makeup done by this person. What's the number one people ask other people? Oh, how, how much, much did you pay? Charge? Yeah. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, yeah, it's, well, uh, normally it's like this, but she's, she keep to- said I just have to pay this much. This much, yeah. And then that person has the next, because everyone has like their, what is it, the ceiling price that yeah. they want to pay for something. Yeah. And so if they hear from someone like, oh, yeah, I got my non-bridal hair and makeup done for $80. Yeah. And not- you start quoting like 220 Yeah. They're going to be like, what the hell? And it's not yeah. like, anyways. So, so don't yeah. even, don't even mess around with that shit, okay? You'll get clients. You'll get clients. Don't worry about that. And don't worry about packing your fucking schedule right away, right when you start. Yeah, because then it's, your and craft he, is suffering. Yeah, and, th- and that's the other thing. It's always quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. I know artists that book three fucking brides in the morning. Yep. That's fucking insane. And yeah, yeah they're making the bank, but their quality is suffering and, y- and their customer service suffers too. Yep. Because what do I hear about those artists? Oh, she was the worst. She came, rushed me, and then she like left. That's all you fucking hear. People talk, man. People talk, dude. So you have to make sure that your customer service is like exceptional when it comes to this business and any fucking business. Yeah. But also like people who complain, like complain about prices and stuff. Like you're, you also have to realize that you're paying for the service. Mm-hmm. Like once we have a booking and we have a bride confirmed, I'm on my, like if she texts me, she's getting a message like that fucking hour within that hour max like maybe a day if we're busy but like it's just all part of the customer service experience okay so you're paying mm-hmm. for the fucking experience can i tell though have i told that one story about how i fucked up that chick's hair another one of our amazing sponsors fresh canvas spa and laser center fresh canvas spa and laser center bc's best reviewed medical spas for laser hydrofacials and more they got locations in surrey and metrotown burnaby this month they have promos on laser face and underarms for $75 all right zap that shit off they got zoe medical facials for only 125 bucks and rf skin tightening for just 140 also our friends at fresh canvas want to give you all 15 percent off their services including their already 350 dollar full body laser and 20 percent off their skincare shop online for brands like Zoe Skin Health, IS Clinical, and Eminence with code Coaches at checkout. Visit www.freshskinshop.com and they deliver anywhere in Canada. Go visit them, bro, and experience the difference with Fresh Canvas. They got you covered, bro. This is uh, immaculate, immaculate discounts. All right, let me tell you. Nowhere are you going to find these prices. All right? Nowhere. People drive in, in from the States to get laser from this place. Okay? That's how good they are. I'm telling you. Thank you so much to them for supporting the pod. Thank you so much. Oh, I think I told him that you told me to cut it out. What? Yeah. <laughs> and you did cut it out? Yeah, I did. I asked you. You're like, maybe just leave that out. Is this the one where you jumped in the limo? No, I didn't. I fucking made that chick's life. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. That wasn't a hair thing. That was a hair piece. I don't remember what what was the situation. 
Remember, I was working for this other company. I was just starting out. It was my first year. Yeah. Okay. And I've mentioned before that I shouldn't have been doing bridal bookings that early on. <laughs> yeah. I shouldn't have. I sh- absolutely should not have. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was not ready. I was not prepared. I was not trained. I was not good at my craft at that point. Yeah. Okay. And we got booked for a bride, which we shouldn't have got booked for. Okay. <laughs> and we got sent out. Yeah. And this chick wanted a hairstyle. Okay. And while I was doing the hairstyle, I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking it up. Oh. I'm fucking it up. I'm fucking it up. And I don't know how to come back from this. <laughs> I don't know what to do to fix this. <laughs> it was just like a bun, like oh, on the side. Okay. Okay. And while I'm doing it, I'm just like, oh, fuck. Shit. Oh, shit. No, no, stick. And I'm like, okay. Then I get to the front of the hair and I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, I've done, I done fucked this up. <laughs> and she looks in the mirror, yeah. okay, and she goes, it's fine. And I'm like, bitch, no ring. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I can fix this. Yeah. Let me fix this. I'll just pull this over here. And she's like, no, no, just leave it. It's fine. Yeah. So she didn't let me fix it. Okay. Okay, even though I was like pushing her to like, let me fix it. Okay. And I was like, oh, I can do this. She's like, no, just leave it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, whatever. Then she like, had this like headpiece that was like gargantuan yeah like the biggest fucking headpiece i've ever seen in my goddamn life it's covering like three quarters of her face <laughs> and then she like wanted that on there and because it was so huge like the pinning was all like fucking weird oh my god anyways i thought it was all gucci even though i knew i fucked up <laughs> i was like oh maybe her standards are really low or something <laughs> <laughs> then the next day i get a call from the owner yeah the company she's like yo send me a picture of the girl's hair that you did yeah and i was like fuck <laughs> do i have to do I, have it? I was like this is the moment i get fired i know and then i sent the picture and it was like horrible it was horrible <laughs> you guys it was really bad and the owner's like okay yeah i see what she's talking about she's gonna get a full refund and you're gonna take the hit i was like okay oh my god so yeah i had to you know zero profit on that booking but you know whatever makes sense <laughs> whatever we all uh, we all start somewhere especially in the beginning yeah like when you first start mm-hmm. shit happens man yeah it happens but like it shouldn't have happened to a bride that booking you shouldn't like that booking shouldn't have been taken first of all that book we the first year that we did brides we yeah. shouldn't have even done brides yeah you should have done a year of just practice brides Okay, this is a long one. Holy fuck, this is an essay. So I've been dating my boyfriend for about 10 months now, and things are getting serious. I, so obviously, you know, labels. <laughs> I know he loves me, and we call and text every morning and night. After countless dates and relationship, relationships and getting to know myself, he's exactly what I want. And I know deep down he's my soulmate. Okay? All right, are you sure about that? <laughs> Otherwise, you wouldn't be smitten. My parents are about to meet his parents for the first time. Okay. And eventually a rock will be set in place. I don't know why I'm getting cold feet about moving forward with the next step in our relationship. I'm not sure if it's because I'm just nervous and I know I'm not ready for marriage yet, or if I'm scared that the rocky past we had in the beginning of our relationship will resurface and I will regret marrying him. We are at a very stable place now and he treats me well, respects me, and his entire family really likes me. I know he cares about me a lot and everyone that I introduce him to say that they can see how much he loves me. The first few months of our relationship were a struggle. We met on Bumble and started dating about a month after talking and hanging out. I found 
a bag of coke in his wallet once <laughs> excuse me and we had a huge fight and he swore on his life it wasn't his he told me that he had tried it in the past but that was it he tried it once in the past and that was it then one day when he was at a gas station i went through his phone and saw a message from a girl he used to talk to she messaged first saying happy diwali and he replied saying i was thinking about you wow oh. wow i would have ended at the coke i called him out on it and he said he didn't mean it like that she's just a friend let me tell you right now ain't none of the guys that i'm friends with are sending me messages i was just thinking about you <laughs> let me tell you okay <laughs> and i have a lot of friends yeah. that's all i have <laughs> okay for since i came out the womb bitch and not a single one of them has said i've been thinking about you <laughs> okay so first of all lies oh right there God, okay that's so funny she goes i called him out on it and he said he didn't okay what i mean like that blah, blah. i'm no angel though i'm not gonna lie oh wow so you're both idiots <laughs> wow i'm no angel though i'm not gonna lie i have sent a similar message or two to other guys after i was official with him but we got through that okay so you're both clowns <laughs> yeah I caught him following the Diwali chick again on IG, but no DMs were sent, and I know, and that I know of, and he deleted her when I called him out on it. This is too much. Okay. You guys are too much. You guys have too much. The, yeah, this is too much. Too much toxicity. <sighs> yeah. This is gonna, how it's going to be forever. That's the last of her. After he found out about the message that I sent, we both turned on our snap location so we could work on trusting each other. Oh. Turning on your snap location to trust each other is the opposite of trusting each other. What? Oh my God. Honestly, I don't. Okay. Okay. On his birthday, I caught him making a phone call to get some Coke. Here we go. Here we go again. This is why I would have ended it at the first Coke. <laughs> but you're out here getting the double Coke. <laughs> what did I say? And then girls are like, I caught him with Coke. He said it was his. And then he was calling other people for more Coke. I don't know what to do. <laughs> exactly <laughs> like i i honestly i swear to god i had not read this entire submission i only read the first three lines and then i skimmed through it and i saw coke in his wallet i saw that that those four words and i was like oh yeah sick i'm reading this but i didn't read the whole thing and without <laughs> reading the whole thing i said i would have ended it at the first and because i know if a guy has coke in his wallet is his fucking coke <laughs> yeah. we think he's just uh, holding on to it for his friend like a fucking sim card <laughs> Even a SIM card. Or whatever. Why are you, why are you holding on to anything for anyone? And yeah, especially if it's <laughs> illegal, illicit drugs. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here. Y'all out here, so, why are you so dumb? Why are you all, so, why are you guys so dumb? And then we turn on our snap locations to start building more trust. That's the opposite of trust. Oh my God. Once you have to start fucking watching where the other person is driving to. On fucking, you know, Scott Road and whatever. Scott McDonald. <laughs> wherever it's fucking, like three. Whatever. Or what's that main intersection? 88 Nordell. Yeah. 88 or whatever. Or 72. 72. <laughs> that's not trust. That's the opposite of trust. <laughs> yeah. Like, that you, like, think about that. You have, you are using satellites that are in space. Okay. To track where your man's is going or where your yeah. girlfriend is going. Yeah. That ain't trust. That's not trust, guys. Okay. Anyways, let's continue on with this fucking disaster of a story here. <laughs> 
Anyways, I caught him on his birthday making a phone call to get some coke. We had a huge fight that night and he said he only thought about it and never was going to do it. Yo. If I was thinking about doing coke, I would sit there and think about it. Not pick up my phone and go, Hello? Can I get a coke, please? I'm only thinking about it. Like, what? Thinking about it would be sitting there by yourself in your own thoughts. Be like, hmm, it'd be pretty dope to try some coke. Nah, fuck it, it's weird. Not fucking dialing a speed dial to your fucking coke dealer being like, Hello? What? How are you guys this dumb? Y'all. And these girls are like, he was just thinking about it. And he's my soulmate. (laughs) He's my soulmate. She started off saying he's my soulmate. We call each other every morning and night. Okay, listen, man. (laughs) I don't care if this guy calls you 75 hours a fucking week. Okay, anyways. Moving on. I don't even know. This is about to get fucking worse. <laughs> There's still more. Oh my god. And this girl is a fucking 27, 26. Girl, come on. F- get your fucking shit together. <laughs> Anyways, she goes, I broke up with him that night. And we met up to talk about things the day after. And I looked through his Instagram. Oh, here we go. Why are you looking through his Instagram? I looked through his Instagram DMs that day. And I saw he was sliding into girls' DMs. Oh, man. Let me tell you something, Okay. Also, this is all in the beginning of the relationship, okay? Apparently, now everything is fine. I guarantee you it's not. Yeah. Okay, then she goes, he was replied to every chick's IG stories. After that, we got back together and we cleared our phones of old girls and guys, DMs and contacts and all of it. I've always had my guard up after that because I was scared he was going to hurt me again, even though I was kind of doing the same thing at the same time. After, okay. <laughs> after three months of ups and downs, I finally had sex with him and everything changed. Oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> Do not tell me. Okay, Pam, you have to put this somewhere as your most disastrous <laughs> submission yeah. to date. Everything? Listen to that sentence. <laughs> I had sex with him and everything changed. <clears throat> Let's dissect that for a minute here. <laughs> you had to have sex with him in order for him to like give you the bare minimum respect <laughs> bro i can't or like what did you mean everything like everything changed in goes, her head i like, saw a change th- in his behavior and we became so stable i've never found anything about another girl or dm since then he's unfollowed all the girls he used to and introduced me to his family the only mistake he's made a few more times is getting hammered with his friends and going mia for for hours his phone is always dead and i have no idea what he's doing or who he's with he always calls me the next morning apologizing i don't think he's with another girl because he snaps me his guy friends and then drinking before he goes mia i don't know if it's something i'm being over bearing about or not he's also recently lied to me about being at his friend's house because he knows i'm not the biggest fan of him i don't get why he can't just tell me the truth i've never stopped him from going to his friend's house but he's so he's too pussy to tell me the truth just because he doesn't want me to be upset he also gave me a promise ring and always talks about marrying me and our future together i'm not the easiest person to deal with and sometimes even i'm sick of my own shit but he's so patient with me and he's always reassuring me even to the point where we both are in tears talking about how much we love each other. Oh my God. I I don't know if I'm making a mistake by overlooking his past mistakes and moving forward with our relationship. I haven't spoken about it to my friends because I'm scared they will tell me to leave him. But for some reason, I can't. He's my soulmate. I don't see myself with anyone but him. Please help. Okay, you've already answered your own question. 
You already answered your own question. You're not about to listen to okay. anything. Okay, you're anymore. not about to listen to anything I have to say. Yeah. Okay. Listen. We've already said a lot. And we already said a lot. <laughs> okay. This French this relationship, if it was me in your position, yeah. It would have ended the first fucking incident, okay? It would have been done. But I'm a different personality type of person. This girl is a different personality type of person. So, sure. <laughs> Go ahead because this stuff will continue. Yeah. Probably, okay? Things will continue to happen. You'll have always, you'll, you're always going to have distrust because you're still checking his Instagram DMs. Yeah. I guarantee you your snap locations are still on. <laughs> and all this shit is probably <laughs> still happening. So you're going to deal with it for the rest of your relationship and your marriage. And all that shit is going to get even more wilder because your expectations from him as a husband are going to change. Mm-hmm. And he's not going to want to step up to the plate. Yeah. Oh my God. There's just like the amount of red flags in this. Yeah. Oh, and then his phone is always dead. Dead. But yeah. I know he's just with his friends because, like, he'll snap me in the beginning of the night, drinking and partying with his friends. Dude. Girl, his phone dies, quote unquote, dies conveniently. Yeah. Before shit, it's about to get wild. Before the, <laughs> for the real party start. And the coke comes out. And the coke from his wallet that he's holding on to for his friend comes out. <laughs> Like, these are things you say to your mom when you're 14. Yeah, man. Come on. Oh, that's not my Mirani. sour puss. Yeah, <laughs> that's not my amaretto. <laughs> yeah, if anyone wants to know the definition of red flag, this is it. <laughs> right here. This is it. You, look no further. All of them. All, All of, of this them. is it. And I don't care if you're out here like, oh, we're so stable now. Because you're not. Yeah. Because he's still lying to you. You <laughs> still distrust him. Yeah. And, you know, it is what it is. And as, as much as people say like, oh, you know, we had all these issues, but now everything's okay or whatever. But there's always going to be that like that level of distrust. <laughs> but if this guy has gotten away with like fully, he has like had the coke on him. Yeah. He's called like you busted him calling someone. Yeah. And you yeah. believe everything he says. Yeah. He's just going to keep doing it. Listen, I'm sorry to say, and he, the only reason I'm, I can say it the way it is, is because I'm not actually a therapist. Yeah. You probably need to go see one. But like, <laughs> I'm not actually like a therapist. And like, because she's alluded to the fact that she obviously has her own like issues. issues. Yeah. Listen, man, you're not about to leave this guy no matter what I say. Yeah. Okay. You don't even recognize that what's <laughs> happening right now is a gigantor red flag, <laughs> like the size of a country's <laughs> red flag, a flag that the size that they have in front of their parliament building <laughs> happening up in here. And you just refuse to even accept that. So I don't know what oh I can tell God. you. I'm sorry. But to me, this here's what I'll say. <laughs> I want to hear this. <laughs> Bottom line. Yeah. I would rather be single than be in a relationship 100%. like this. That's all I'm going to say. If I can't have basic level trust with my partner, yeah. I don't want it. Yeah. I want to have a good time. I'm sorry. I'm just like not about dealing with cokeheads. Like I want to have a good time with my life partner. Yeah. I want to have fun. I want that person to be my best friend. I want to trust that person with my life. And if that's how it's starting off, yeah. With coke in the wallet and shit? Nah, bro, it ain't for me. <laughs> I'm sorry to say. But I, you know what? I will say this. There are relationships that require work. And stuff happens in the middle of the relationship, you know? Yeah. Whatever. Shit happens. The pam. You work through it. But you're starting off like this? Yeah. Like, nah. The fact that you've stuck around is the reason why he's like, you know what? She's the one I'm going to marry. Yeah, because she, she loves me no matter what. 
And no wonder you guys are crying, fucking telling each other how much you love each other. Yeah. Because he knows he's a fucking clown. Yeah. And regardless, and you you're still, still here. You're still here. That doesn't mean that he's your soulmate because he can do whatever the fuck he wants and you're still around. Has there been a submission we haven't shit on today? I don't know, man. You're, no, you're just <laughs> literally shitting on everyone today. I don't have the patience. <laughs> Medical patience, me. This girl has it and I don't. I'm sorry. You know what? You're younger than me. I'll. This is exactly what I would tell my, my sister, though. My younger yeah. sister, this is exactly how I would... I'd be like, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. That's how I talk to my little sister. So that's how I'm talking to you. Yeah. And it is what it is. I'm sorry, but you're not going to listen to us. So, you know, do, yeah. do karla jo karnaya. And, you know, once the relationship gets worse and the marriage and all that, then you can resubmit. <laughs> and then I can say, I told you so. <laughs> hey, Pammy, I need some. Oh, no, this chick's 19. Should we read this? Okay, whatever. Let's see what, you know, the younger generation is, what their problems are. Yeah. Hey, Pammy, I need some advice. So I met this guy off Bumble last year during the pandemic and we had plans meeting up, but never... It never happened because I was too scared to leave my house. However, one day we met on Face. We went on FaceTime, and he asked me if I could tell him what his what? Huh? He asked me if I could tell him what to do with his body. What? And my first reaction was, "What the fuck?" <laughs> but he kept asking, so I gave in. What? He asked if I could tell him what to do with his body. In regards to what, like workout routine or something? phone sex oh <laughs> what like a workout routine how is that a way to phrase it what should i do with my body <laughs> <laughs> something that makes more sense would be like show me what that body do that would make more sense you tell me what i do with my body and then you stand there like a fucking statue and they, like what how does it make any sense okay i'm just assuming that's what it is he kept asking so she gave in okay after that experience i realized i'm not really into that type of stuff so i deleted him off snapchat wow can can we stop talking to people on snapchat how many fucking times do i need to say this it's because that's what that age group does yeah but stop okay even if you're 19 years old you won't have these problems if you're not on snapchat no serious if you're 19 you're on bumble and you're looking for a relationship yeah and the person's like oh add me on snap yeah no that's not gonna go they're just gonna ask you what to do with his body (laughs) (laughs) that's what they're that's what snapchat's for okay (laughs) delete fucking all these 19 years old need to fucking delete their snapchats okay yeah it ain't good for nobody it's not working out anyways anyways he recently added me back on snapchat saying he was wondering if we could do that again basically me degrade him and i said no especially not for free because i don't get anything from it especially not for free then said if you pay me i will think about it he said he will give me 200 dollars to go on call with him and be mean as fuck to him and make him my bitch side note this entire time he called me goddess and begs me to be literally oh to literally tear down his confidence and make him do weird ass shit like go put his dick in the toilet do you think I should do it since I'm safe in my house and don't have to actually meet up or should I block and move on? Let me explain this whole thing to Green because she's looking at me with the most confused look on her face. So this is a real kink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called like degradation. Is that the word that is, I pronounce is that it? What it is? I think so. Degradation? Is that how you pronounce it? I feel like that's wrong. <laughs> Use it in a sentence, please. <laughs> Let me... Degradation. Yes. Okay. Degradation. <laughs> it's a whole kink, okay? 
it's where yeah where the person asks another person to like degrade them mm-hmm. like tell them you're a piece of fucking shit oh my god yeah you're fucking disgusting like shit like that like <laughs> yeah. you're filthy yeah you're not worthy like yeah. that's a real kink yeah like yeah. G- you know guys and girls have that kink like yeah. they like being talked to like that okay. listen you can do a lot of things to for two hundred dollars okay you don't have to do this <laughs> you don't have to do this you don't have to do this <laughs> But if you enjoy it, then you might as well start profiting off of it even yeah. more. I don't think she enjoys it because she says that she deleted him off Snapchat. Get a job. <laughs> okay. Start selling Amazon products online. Delete your Snapchat. Let's start there. Yeah. Delete your, start selling Amazon products online. Drop shipping. You know, there's lots of, way to, lots of ways to make money The fact that online. she even went there and was like, uh, not for free unless you pay me she's obviously like okay with it okay yeah so then whatever man do what you want yeah. who cares but here's my only thing is that you should have given a fake name yeah and all this type of shit and if he knows your name mm-hmm. and knows anything about you for real mm-hmm. i wouldn't fuck around with that shit because yeah. you know what you're 19 it come back to haunt you later in life that's so true. Day, okay that's some good big sister yeah day. if you want to do it then do it low key stay anonymous yeah. hey coach i think i have a crush on my brother-in-law my fiance and i have been together for seven years and recently got engaged we both just finished law school together and live away from home in the same city and live together first of all this is very easy to figure out who the fuck it is uh, yeah like i'm already thinking like hmm. Anyways, unless you're not in the country with pandemic restrictions opening up my fiance's brother and his wife came to visit us for a couple of days bro if your fiance or anyone who knows your fiance listens to this podcast you're fucked yeah whatever but i have a huge disclaimer on here that like yeah. i read these okay yeah this was the first time seeing them in a while and in a house setting where we all are basically living together and it threw me off on the first day my brother-in-law was constantly helping me around the house while my man's just sat around and did nothing <laughs> i asked my sister-in-law jokingly if he does this all the time or if he's just being a good guest and she said nope he does the same thing at home my fiance not helping me as much never bothered me and now the grass seemed greener on the other side but i figured i'd talk to him about helping me more the crush part started manifesting when the entire weekend i felt like i spent more time laughing and borderline flirting with my brother-in-law and i got a vibe back as well on the last night as we were cleaning the kitchen (laughs) while my man and sister-in-law went to go grab dessert for all of us we were laughing and it felt flirtatious the way we were talking how is this the brother is this her fiance's brother Brother, yeah (gasps) yeah whatever they were laughing and they're talking and it felt flirtatious but she couldn't stop at one point we ended up grabbing the gilly lead at the same time (laughs) and made eye contact for a couple of I'm seconds judging you that's the number one thing i'm judging you on yeah how smelly was that gilly lead? <laughs> for a couple of seconds too long and then i noticed him step in and stop mid-sentence and we were about to kiss Aww. but we stepped back and neither of us talked about it or talked the same way until they left to go back home i'm happy with my fiance first of all no you ain't yeah and i don't want to throw away years of being together but every time his brother looked at me it made me feel a type of way oh damn then she gave me all their ages and everyone's late 20s early 30s so these are full grown-ass adults yeah okay oh my god <sighs> Satyanas. this is the definition of Satyanas is this <laughs> okay sorry what's her question her i don't even there's not even a question it's just a story we just have to give our opinion on it i guess that's some goddamn bullshit that's my opinion <laughs> on it that's some goddamn bullshit
That's just so weird. He's your brother-in-law. Like, stop. Could you imagine, like, they, like, they actually think they have something, and then she leaves her fiancé, and the brother-in-law leaves his wife, and they get together? That would never happen in a million fucking years. What do you mean? It has been happening in these last little while, your submissions. Okay, never mind. Listen. A sister full-on took her jija. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You think a freaking brother won't leave for somebody else i'm glad i don't have these problems bro <laughs> let me tell you that's what i'm getting from this yeah i don't know i ripped this chick apart in the live though what did you say i was just like bro clearly you're unhappy in your own relationship that you're even entertaining this thought yeah okay like if if you are secure and stable in your own relationship the brother-in-law is the last person that you're gonna be looking at yeah you know what i mean I just think, okay, so see, by the sounds of it, her love language is acts of service. Yeah. Sure. And as soon as somebody starts doing acts of service, she's like ripping her clothes off. But she probably didn't realize it until it happened and like her, it's all happening right in front of her mm-hmm. where like, you know, somebody's helping her out, doing acts of service. And then her man's is just sitting there and then, then it starts like pissing you off. Yeah. Then you're like, fucking this bitch doesn't fucking do shit let me just tell you ain't nothing good about to happen okay <laughs> nothing good is gonna come out of this situation yeah you kiss your brother-in-law whatever the fuck ha- every situation is bad okay yeah. you need to look at your own relationship and figure out what's happening there that's the issue that you need to deal with yeah not these fucking hypothetical vibes that you're fucking getting okay <laughs> both of you guys could just be like fucking loser horny people <laughs> <laughs> who knows he probably hasn't you know what i mean who knows what's happening in his relationship yeah maybe yeah. he's not getting like attention from his wife or something yeah, yeah. and you're just both there mm-hmm. it could be a, you could be a placemat yeah you know he could be a placemat yeah for any fucking guy mm-hmm. that shows a little bit of like effort mm-hmm. you know so don't fucking get up in here and get all fucking horny and shit and be like oh this is my fucking soulmate the vibes I definitely was getting the vibes. Just like, yeah, definitely don't think about the brother-in-law, but just do take a deep dive into your own, own relationship, relationship to see like if this is yeah. what you guys should. And that guy's with. married. Like, don't be fucking. You're about to get married. Like, like don't you getting messy for no reason, bro. Yeah. Come on. You know more than better than that. You're in your late twenties. What do you think's going to happen? Huh? What do you think's going to happen? You think you're gonna all these these vibes turn out to be something real and and then what he leaves his uh wife first of all the chances of that happening are extremely fucking slim case in point a few weeks ago we had a submission of that girl who was dating that married guy remember oh yeah and she was like he said he's gonna leave his wife but it's hard because of his kids yeah and it's always on and off and i was like fuck this guy he obviously wants his cake and he wants to eat it too yeah don't do shit until he makes a fucking decision Mm -hmm. why are you out here fucking with this guy and he doesn't even know what he wants Mm -hmm. and then she like stepped back and then told him like you need to make a decision and he's like no i'm gonna stay with my wife yep divorcing someone is extremely fucking hard to do yep okay first of all let alone the financial it's fucking expensive as fuck (laughs) okay so if this guy's a cheaper to begin with he ain't gonna be doing nothing listen man the chances of this working out are extremely slim Mm -hmm. okay the risk is not worth the reward in this situation (laughs) you need to evaluate your own personal relationship before you start jumping the gun on anything also i've been saying this a lot 
people need to stop thinking that they're special you are not special okay you are basic like everybody else and we're all fucking basic ass losers just trying to get through life okay the moment that you start thinking that you're special is when you start fucking shit up in your life yeah because you constantly think you're the exception yeah and then when reality comes and slaps you in the face and tells you you're not an exception then you're devastated yeah okay and 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 i i'm finding this a lot too i feel like you know here we come back to this topic with like kids nowadays Mm. like kids that are being raised nowadays Mm -hmm. that you know parents like younger parents are always telling their kids like how you're so special you're so special yeah and when they go into the real world then they get fucking croissant (laughs) and then they're like bitch i thought i was like no you ain't yeah 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 you know what you have to prepare your kids for the fucking real world yeah go into the world having the lowest of low expectations <laughs> and then everything is an over over delivery yeah stop thinking you're special you're so special like every submission that we get it comes down to the same thing you think you're the exception yeah okay your boyfriend hides coke in his wallet yeah and he does all this fucked up shit but you think you're the exception yeah because he's your soulmate that he's gonna change himself yeah. for you like no you're not special nobody's special okay i'm sorry there's that movie called he's just he's just not that into you yeah and the the bottom line of that movie is stop thinking you're the exception to everyone we always hear these stories about like oh but it worked out for them yeah yeah because they are the one fucking exception out of the hundreds yeah you can't walk around thinking you're the exception you're gonna get gitchied every time you're only the exception after it's proven that you are you can't walk in prior to being like yeah hello i am the exception here <laughs> no hey coach b much love from michigan i'm sorry i concerned you on the lives okay i get you to you but still love you please keep listening i'm getting married next month i was recently talking to my in-laws in-laws about our living situation and i found out that my in-laws are giving us a one bedroom and washroom in their massive house they offered to give us space on their land to build our own house but with no financial help okay we are throwing a big fat indian wedding we don't want it but my in-laws are insisting because he is the last son to get married and we got we just got new careers now so we aren't financially ready to build or buy plus i have other expenses to pay off especially being the the only child it's unfair that our brother-in-law who got married last year has a complete private space and suite inside of oh he has a private space and suite of his own inside the house and everything was pre-made for him and his wife by the parents and they didn't even have to pay a penny Mm -hmm. i have tried talking to my husband to be but he doesn't understand the situation and says i just have to accept things are going to be this way and we can't do a smaller wedding and i should be ready to help financially to build our own house after the wedding because we don't have a choice it's unfair that the family expects us to build our own build on our own right right after a big wedding and they want us to live with them too I'm op- I'm all open to live with them, but everyone wants privacy in their own space, especially when you are newlywed. But I'm financially so tight and I don't think I'll be able to help my husband financially. I guess I can suck it up and live with them for a few months, but his family is too nosy and I know it will create issues for us. I just don't know what to do. The chick is 32. Okay, so I just don't think that we're on the same page of like what the issue is. Yeah. You walk into a situation expecting more than what is required you're (laughs) going to be disappointed yeah okay and this is exactly what happened in this situation yeah they are not required as your in-laws to 
to financially treat you the same yeah okay sometimes it's just a matter of like birth order or like marriage order wait hold on this whole thing is fucked up i just realized what happened here the brother-in-law permanently lives inside the house that's why he has his own private suite yes you guys only have one bedroom and a bath because you're eventually going to move out or like build on your own or that's what that's one option yeah there the option is either you stay in this house and this is your room and it has a washroom in it or whatever Mm -hmm. or you guys can build on the land Mm -hmm. i guess so it's like okay you're not paying land value no they are no i asked oh i I said i was like resubmitted uh, she okay so i asked i was like my assumption would be that they're gonna give you the land and you build on top of it that's your own cost yeah like that's more than fucking enough yeah right and then she was like no the land is not free okay so this is and she's so pretty she's pretty much saying they get their private space yeah and it was all paid for and why do i have to pay for my own space Mm. girl you are about to get your own separate house if that's the route that you take if this is a matter of like this is just your order of then she said the pecking order she's not okay with anything here <laughs> like you don't want to live in the house you don't want to live out of the and house. you don't want to live out of the house because you don't want to pay for it yeah that's just weird to me like i'm sorry mm-hmm. i don't understand that mm-hmm. like the conversation i was having with my wife friends that i was at breakfast yeah. today was like um i'm like how some people don't want to move out of their parents house yeah. at, like once they're married because they're like oh why would i move out into like a condo mm-hmm. or basement by myself with my wife mm-hmm. when i can live with my parents in this huge house mm-hmm. but it's like uh, it's a lot better yeah that's why and i'm like i would literally live in like a cave by myself even like i've never lived with my in-laws i don't really don't know what it's like (laughs) so like i'm just assuming but i know that about myself that i cannot like i cannot live with in-laws i can barely live with my parents at this point because like i've just not done it for so long and i know that i knew that about myself when i got married at 20 years old that i can't live with in-laws she's salty because the brother-in-law got it easy in terms of him living in the house or whatever but do you want to live in the house no you fucking don't yeah so why are you even complaining about this yeah now she wants a check yeah right for the same amount that that <laughs> suite so was weird she th- when you break it down yeah, that's yeah. what's happening yeah, yeah. she wants a check for the exact same amount of money that it costs to build out that private suite for the brother-in-law yeah to hand it to her so her and her husband can go like build yeah or go rent or live somewhere else yeah. when you start behaving or expecting shit like that in your life you're You're gonna gonna be be disappointed you're gonna be disappointed every single point yeah okay life is not fair okay (laughs) this is so weird let's just get that down okay (laughs) and you should always be able have your own back bro yeah okay that's the only solution to all your fucking problems yeah you need to be able to financially stand up on your own you cannot cannot rely on anyone else and she says that thing about like oh everybody wants their own private space okay Uh, what she's she has this whole picture painted in her head Mm. which like clearly she's having a hard time like understanding any other perspective but what makes you think that the brother-in-law and the wife that live in the private suite i'm assuming is like a basement or whatever something that's attached to the parents house what makes you think they have privacy yeah they're people can just walk into their space at any time 
also what you see on the outside yeah. is not what's fucking happening they can put on a whole facade that they're happy and they're living their fucking life but you don't fucking know what happens when those doors close and she starts bitching at him <laughs> for the fact that they haven't moved out yet yeah okay you don't know what's happening yeah. behind closed doors if you have a problem with something you change it you change your own situation that's all we have to say my little brother just got married last month i was friends with his wife and i'm the one who introduced them since she's moved into the house she has become a completely different person she asked me multiple times to wash the dishes because she's she's a new bride the other day she took she took my debit card to go shopping and when i confronted her she said so it's all the same money now what i really don't know who she is right now i feel duped i haven't told my brother yet because i just don't want to cause a rift i'm also only home temporarily so part of me thinks i just thinks i just suck it up her weird be i just suck up her weird behavior and just watch my back in the future i'm trying to be diplomatic but i'm just so confused who the hell is this girl she certainly isn't my friend ew that's so weird you got that right at least you recognize that she ain't your friend and yeah keep your distance and take your debit card back (laughs) first of all who's using a debit card nowadays to buy anything yeah and how does she know your pin i don't know maybe it's a tap if you're a girl listening to this podcast right now and you took your sister-in-law's debit card to go (laughs) shopping and then you said so it's all the same you're the biggest idiot (laughs) i've ever heard of in my entire life give that debit card back to that girl and spend your own fucking money it's not all the same it's not all the same yeah hold on uh, but i do need to know like whose money was in the account hers she said she took my debit card to go shopping i know but like what if it's their family account so some families have like big family bank accounts and it might be the debit card to that okay if it's but if it would be really weird well that's weird on its own even if it was a big family one yeah because it's like okay if you don't have your own yet then then back yeah don't go out freaking shopping with the and take your husband's debit card what are you doing yeah oh, yeah you're picking up anyone's fucking debit card Ugh, this is so gross <laughs> anyways and if it's a sister-in-law's like own bank account yeah oh my I god i would walk into the house slap her across the face yeah you need to put fraud charges on this yeah. freaking situation I'd be like, hello my debt my debit card was stolen yeah the purchases are in and, my house and but- i know the thief <laughs> yeah. and then report her ass she's wearing the stuff she bought <laughs> yeah. It's so embarrassing. Go <laughs> use your husband's fucking debit card if you're. Why the fuck are you still using a debit card? Yeah. <laughs> it's 2021, almost 2022. You're married. You should be eligible for a credit card. Yeah, get earn your some fu- points. Get a fucking credit card. Use your own goddamn money. <laughs> or if you don't have your own, use your husband's. <laughs> Who picks up their sister-in-law's debit card? It's like, oh, I'm just gonna go shopping with this because it's all the same. So weird. So People embarrassing. Have the weirdest problems. So embarrassing. <laughs> oh my god this was a wild submission i don't even know if I, I'll, I'll read it but like i don't know if i should put it in here we'll end it off on a bang coach i need help i don't know if this is fake so my husband and i were getting a little extra in the bedroom a few days ago <laughs> do you do you like how i always have to like put on a, yeah. a weird accent when i'm reading these uncomfortable like, <laughs> that's how i like that's my coping mechanism yeah it helps me cope too <laughs> yeah i can't read these weird submissions these like sex ones without putting on a weird accent because i'm uncomfortable with the idea of sex <laughs> so my husband and i were getting a little extra in the bedroom a few days ago <laughs> we were in the swing of it and i got mine I got mine. I thought I'd give my husband a special one and convince him to let me give him a prostate massage. Long story short, my nail broke. (laughs) Oh. 
Oh. <laughs> yep. We ended up heading to the emergency room. Oh my god. I have a family doctor appointment and I'm mortified that my 50-year-old Punjabi doctor will have seen the report saying what I did to my husband. Should I change doctors? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, hold on. Immediately. You should probably move cities <laughs> while you're at it. <laughs> Wait, her and her husband have the same doctor? Yeah, probably most like family doctors, like desi family doctors. Like everyone goes to the fucking same desi doctor. But you, okay, if you're going to a desi family doctor, okay. that's your family doctor from your family. Yeah, it's okay. Here. If your husband was admitted into the hospital for having a nail in his ass, yeah. it's not going to say in your file. <laughs> yeah. You're not married in medical records. Yeah, like <laughs> on his file, it probably says wife's nail broke in his ass, in patient's ass. Okay. <laughs> then, th- but it's not going to say, they're not going to also log into your file and be like, on this date, she <laughs> broke her nail in her husband's ass because you're not the patient. <laughs> so unless you're both at the same family doctor. Yeah. But here's the other thing is that if you go into a family doctor, right, and anyone working there knows that you're married, they can like read stuff. Okay. okay? They c- so I would just say unless you have two separate family doctors you don't have to worry about yeah. it but if you have the same family doctor get a new fucking doctor also stop going to this Punjabi family doctor <laughs> especially if you're young and doing shit like this okay get a white one where they abide by confidentiality rules because you know that desi doctors ain't doing that shit they're telling everybody okay so let's all fucking get that under control oh my god the older ones 100 percent. like i know my my family doctor from bc mm. who like my mom guys still go to all she's spilling everyone's beans to everybody all the freaking time damn okay everybody knows what's wrong with everybody shit and she's still around damn this, this you don't give a fuck or like she obviously she won't be like oh this it's these people she'll be like i have a patient who blah 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 yeah but all of her patients like seem to know each other yeah because like she's she was the only desi doctor at a certain get point. a new doctor <laughs> so that's all i gotta say about that and next time don't go in there with a manicure <laughs> okay how about that as pammy's waving her humongous nails around right now yeah you bet your ass i want to be sticking this up someone's ass <laughs> How hard were you going in there for it to even break? Yeah. And like, why are you doing it with nails? It's just so unsanitary. Ew, Bam, stop. Okay, first of all, first of all I don't c- think it was just one finger. Or whatever. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck people do. But like, first of all, it takes a lot of pressure for this thing to snap off. Yeah. So how much were you going in there? You yeah. Know? Like, or was it you- like already, was a nail already compromised? Yeah like because i have like slammed my fucking nails yeah. down on like really hard yeah. i've even slammed my hand in a fucking door yeah. and it hasn't like snapped yeah yeah so i'm concerned about the level of the velocity <laughs> bringing physics into the, the velocity of the you know how fast was too many safety precautions need, should have been taken that were not taken in this situation <laughs> i don't know y'all are here walling all right you guys that's it for the podcast this week i hope you guys enjoyed it maybe we'll do more of these full coaches huddles and um 
yeah we'll catch you guys next week make sure you follow the official podcast instagram account at coach podcast make sure you follow green for eyebrows at ink by gb.ca and follow us made by pg we do bridal hair and makeup and we'll catch you next week on coaches don't play bye bye